Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. This is great. And if you missed it, Tanya made a big announcement that she and her boyfriend, at least we're calling him boyfriend now, who knows what it'll be in a month, could be something Ooh. else after this. They got a puppy together, yeah. and it speaks volumes about their trust and their commitment, and I'm all for it. I can't wait. I actually would love more announcements coming out of your camp. No, and honestly, like I'm actually concerned for just future things because I literally feel like she's a child, like she's my child. I, ba- I started bawling when we took her to the vet. Because you can't go in with them because of COVID. And I was just like, what? We have to like let some stranger come grab her and she's not yeah. with us. It's well, a lot. It's, it's the beginning of a lot, okay? <laughs> it's going to be a lot of lots coming your way. Yeah, yeah. All right, Michelle, good morning. How are you doing in L.A.? Hi, how are you? Michelle, we're great. Well, listen, speaking of announcements, you have an announcement too. You are pregnant with twins? <gasps> yeah, yeah. Hi. Um, so I'm pregnant with twins and uh, just found out that they are, um, it's a boy and a girl. <laughs> oh, how exciting. Listen, Tanya got a puppy. It says he got twins. Like, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of connection here. Oh, that is so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, I'm so glad you guys took my call because a um, few months ago, I don't know if you remember, but I actually had called in to report something good. And that was when I was finally getting married. I had uh, postponed my wedding like three times and then finally got married at the end of August. And now I wanted to share the news that um, I'm pregnant with twins mm-hmm. and um I never thought I would have twins, although my husband's sisters are twins. I heard it was on the maternal side. It's just a generation. Did not happen for me. I'm pregnant with twins. And I thought of Sissy and I was like, oh, it would be awesome if you could give me some tips. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, yeah, it's a loaded question. (laughs) I was thinking maybe you ask her for what's one thing she never knew about having twins that she now knows. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, that and, like, if there's a um, one item that you you feel like I should definitely get or put it on my baby registry, that will be awesome, too. Yeah, you should. There's this thing called the shusher, and uh-huh. it's a little speaker, and it literally does the shushing sound that we all naturally do when we try to shush a baby, like shush, shush, that, you know, basically. <laughs> and so you're going to need many sound machines. That's my one tip, actually, with twins you want at least three different noises. You want it to sound like a spaceship in their nursery when they're sleeping. Because if one of them wakes up and starts crying, you don't want the other one to wake up because of the other one crying. So if there's a lot of noise and sound, yeah. yes. So like the hatch is really good. I love that noise, that sound machine. And then we also used like a Google Home or an Alexa, like just put ocean sounds on that and just have a bunch of different noises really, <laughs> truly in the nursery while they're sleeping and they will sleep. Like babies, it's 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 crazy how it works. 
Okay, okay. And um, did your twins ever, like, wake each other up, too? They wouldn't. I mean, once they oh, got goodness. older and they started throwing their loveys in each other's cribs and crawling into each other's cribs, that, that yeah, but you're far from that. That's... That's in like a year and a half. <laughs> but we okay. are going to give you direct access to Sissy. You can call and ask. Ask Sis anytime, <laughs> right? You, you really can DM. Can. She checks her DMs. You yes, DM me, and I will. Uh, I'll Which send you nuts. some links of like other products and things like that. Oh my god, that'd be awesome! Thank you, thank you. Sounds I downloaded okay. the um, what to expect on the bump app, but it's a little bit hard because it's really <sighs> mainly focused on yes. you know single baby. Mother. It's really annoying. There's not much out there for twin stuff. Everything is, yeah, like a singleton pregnancy. So, yes, yeah. hit me up with any of your questions, and I will, I'll help you DM. out. DM. She's on Instagram. DM. And Michelle, thank you okay, for calling. Congrats. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Boy, yes, Tanya. What's the problem, Tanya? It's just like she's on Instagram. DM because she reads those. Yeah. Well, I'm. What's that? I don't. What? <laughs> get into my I don't DMs. The issue. There's no, no issue. It is Ryan. Like it's like he doesn't I don't check. get into my DMs because you always talk about people sliding into DMs. I'm afraid to slide into anything from my you're DM. Afraid to, you're afraid to open them. Yeah, <laughs> your DMs you, are probably so legit. I would love. I like. No, but, you're, but you always be... tell these stories about how people slip into DMs and there's trouble afterwards. I'm not getting into that. Not oh playing. yeah, I'm sure you got, have got a lot of people hitting on you in your DMs. That would no, be no, not hitting. Yeah. Oh, I don't like, even hey, know. can I get your number? I mean, you could someone help me out here? You know your password? <laughs> oh, my god! My Instagram logged me out. Hey, Belinda, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm also curious how people hit on you, like how they slide into your DMs. Like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Would love to get a drink. No, I don't think people do that. It's just I, I, as soon as I get my password to log into my Instagram, because okay. it somehow logged me out. Yeah. Um, I'm sending in. What technology is overwhelming? <laughs> I don't think I, I. Last time I actually was in there slipping around or sliding around, it was when I DM Jason Priestley and never got back to me, or got back to me like two years later. <laughs> did Remember? two years later? Yeah. So next hour, just looking ahead, we continue to pay your bills, and then Juliana Derek Huff. Major. Mm -hmm. I mean, can we have a family meeting about this? We can. Because I feel like there's this big elephant in the room. Is that the term? The, it, it is the elephant what you're pink? trying to say. Is it a pink elephant? Or no, it's just the elephant. <laughs> it's not. What's the game we play for Christmas? White elephant. Oh, There's a white, yeah. a white elephant for Christmas in the room. It's definitely not that. Um, what are your? What are your? What are you feeling right now? I feel like this is major. Uh, it's not major. It's totally fine. We've been friends for years, Derek, Julian, and I. Have you ever had an ex girlfriend on the show? Yes. Really? Who? My last ex girlfriend. Didn't she come on after? No. no. That was while you were dating. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe it was right at the end. Mm -hmm. And then wait, and how long has it been since has she's been? been that you've one spoken to her or been on the show? I don't know exactly. You can ask her, but uh, we still talk. We're still very friendly. See, this is where we're different. Like, it's not awkward for me at all because both Julianne and Derek are friends of mine. So you're just going to interview her like any guest we have? I don't know. Maybe I'll change it up on you and surprise you. You don't feel like any like butterflies or anything like that. I'm sweating for I you. I know, me too. No, My palms see, are sweaty. She won't. She'll feel the same I do. She'll feel the same I do. Hey, and she'll we'll catch up, and then she'll be like, how "Take you, good care." How do you do the light switch like that? Like, how do all of a sudden you're just business? Well, it was eight years ago, wasn't it? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we, that was a dated? while ago. 
Yeah, it was a long time ago. She and I have moved on in several different ways in mm-hmm, different chapters, mm-hmm. but very, very friendly and have a great deal of respect for each other. So, yeah. I don't feel, so I'm glad that you guys feel uncomfortable. No, it would be fun like, for me. I'm literally sweating. My armpits are sweating. Like, what are you going to ask her? Well, aren't they coming on to promote their oh, stepping into like, the movies? Yeah. yeah, but like we can get to that very quickly. I feel like it needs to be more like, how's life maybe? Or do you miss me? No? <laughs> no, that's too much. <laughs> so that's, a, that's something I wouldn't say, right? Okay, okay, okay. You know, right, okay, I right. wouldn't say that. But I, would, I, sh- I could certainly ask her about life. What's occupying her time outside of work? Right? Mm. Something like that. Feels a little you guys, I don't you guys know. Like I would feel so nervous. Like I haven't spoken to any of my exes in decades. I don't want to speak to any of my exes. And mine's not so much that, but it's just like. But are I any feel of like your if exes I... doing the pre-show to the Oscars? Because if they were, we might be speaking with them. Exactly. I mean, it's a little different, isn't it? It is different. <laughs> it's but not it's like just... we're just calling up exes and inviting them on to talk about being exes. No, this They're is like... promoting an ABC special. This is like when Nick Fradiani came on to my podcast. Did you feel awkward? No. Yes, I was so you awkward. Did? Because I... Yeah. And because... that wasn't even like a full-blown ex. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> like... That, was like a, that was like a flung. Fling See, flung. I, th- I think the difference is, and we've talked about this, that I like to be friends with my exes after the relationship because they have... And hopefully I have, like, gleaned so much from each other. Yeah. And it's a blessing to have had that experience with them. And I love them all. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have bad feelings about them all. Right. Right. So do you, But you don't hang out There's with her. Like, oh, I say all oh, like there's so many. But but you don't hang out with them. I don't hang out with them. No, I do not. So you just saw her name on the rundown and just were fine. No, actually, I was asked by Amy if it was okay with me to have her on with Derek. See? We'll see what this is what we're talking about. We're not the only ones. Well, I think she's just being courteous. Uh, well, all she'll be revealed. Oh, uh, oh it's gonna be like popcorn here. I mean, like, like you're smirking. You, like, like there's a slimmer. Yeah, there's yeah, something there's going something. on. There's something behind that I, smile. I feel the butterflies for you. You can ask her whatever you want. <laughs> on air with Ryan Seacrest. Oh no! Looks like we're gonna need some. Thinking cap advice here. Uh, okay. And I don't know if it's if I'm qualified, cut out for it, but Laura, good morning in Hollywood. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing well. So you're calling about your 11-year-old who has a fake Facebook account. Yes, I, I am. And I, I'm just not sure what to do about it because it seems so harmless. If I When I tell you the details of what she's done... Um, it seems harmless and and like a safe thing compared to what some kids are doing, but I also am not sure. Like I, I want everyone's take on it because I'm not sure uh, what you think or like if if it is harmless uh, because it is a lie. Um, Why did she do like, it? What's the point? Well, so what she's done is she's created this profile of a middle-aged mom in Kansas named Chelsea. It's quite thought out, and she interacts with these other moms and has joined groups like Crocheting and Me and sharing air frying recipes. And, uh, you know, she, she interacts as if she's also a middle-aged mom, and she'll, she'll put, uh, you know, say things like, um, where's my husband? You know, it's she's definitely role-playing. Um, <laughs> and it, 
I'm, I'm just not sure because it's definitely, it's certainly like a catfishing situation, but she's not doing right. anything harmful and she's not yeah. hurting anyone. And I, I'm, I'm not sure what to do if, if I should make this, this the battle to have with an 11 year old to stop her from doing this because it's not, she's not being truthful. But also, she's not hurting anyone, I don't think. I mean, what do you think? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. All of us here have these Finsta accounts where, you know, we're sort I of... I don't have one. Uh, I mean... I even have one. Tanya has one. <laughs> yeah, I have one. But here's the difference. I have a Finsta to just, like, look and things like that. I'm not on there trolling people or messaging people. I'm just kind of perusing. But is she, she's not... Your daughter's not trolling people. She's not doing anything negative. Like, she's not Correct. putting out negative energy, right? No, there's no negative energy. There's sometimes sort of a weird camaraderie for an 11 year old with a bunch of middle aged moms. Um, but it's not, I, there's nothing negative. I mean, she's sort of agreeing. Yeah, what my husband's, you know, yeah, those guys, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I, it's like, it's, it's almost like 2021's version of playing house. Like when we were kids and we were 11, we role played and pretend and, we either acted it out or I would do prank right. calls. That's true. Right. Or I like, like you know, I, yeah. I used to love doing prank calls and then I'd have all my I friends know. on three way. We would all listen. And, and so I don't know. It was, we it's got kind in trouble like... for that. Prank calls weren't see. good. I mean, I remember getting yeah, in I got trouble for those for prank too. calls. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, well, you can take so, it too far. Yeah. Look, I mean, Laura, here's the thing. We can't tell you how to parent, but if there's something about it that makes you feel uncomfortable, then parent. Yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, you're you right. are the I'm parent. And, and, you're right. And maybe it, it bothers you. And so you you are the parent. You get to do what you want to do. OK, and, I, I and, think you're right. I mean, yeah. if I'm if I'm concerned enough to make this phone call, um, I, I guess it, I would also be curious to hear her explanation. But I don't want to also seem like I'm stalking her. You know, it's a very, it's, these are all such new and different things from when I was young. That uh, Right, but you are stalking navigate. and you are a, a parent that wants to know. And so, I mean, let's <laughs> yeah. be clear. Let's not, let's not lie as the parent. Right. Well, aside right. from her daughter being on it, it's, it's you can't control what these other moms are saying to her and what they're right. saying in the chat. So it could be inappropriate oh, language that's a good at, point. in that sense. 100%. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I think that's, you know, a, they start, that's the They start talking point. about their husbands. They start talking about, you know, who knows what. Right. Who knows what. You're right. And and she's putting in her 11-year-old two cents. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, I think you're right. That's a good, oh, that's a really good point. Thank you. Well, that's a luck. really good point. Uh, okay, Laura. Thank, Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. And Tanya, what are you doing with a Finsta account now that you're madly in love? <laughs> I honestly I don't use it that much anymore. Like I probably go on it every couple weeks, but That's I definitely frequent. still have it. What's yeah, the point of there. it though? What's the point of it if you're with somebody? Um. Well, now I kind of use it for girlfriends. Like if they're like, I'm kind of perusing. If they say, "Oh, this guy, I know this guy's at this place. Look at yeah. it, see if you know who he's with." Da, da, da. It's 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 definitely like a it's definitely for perusing things I shouldn't be perusing. Mm. But I'm not like pretending to be somebody on it. Does that make sense? Well, you kind of are because you're not being you. Right, yeah. but I'm not doing anything. I'm just watching. Right. A lot okay. of time on your hands, woman. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm glad you said it.
It's time for the morning hack and your quote of the day this morning. So 90% of the issues you have with your devices can be solved by rebooting them. Tubbs, you figure out that solution? Yeah, I just rebooted it. So am I good? You need... <laughs> no. Do you need this? Oh, I do need that. Yeah, you can't, you can't reboot it without the phone in your hand. I mean, see, that's when he's just spinning things over there. I love how he just tells you stuff. To somehow. Like, be quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rebooted Somehow it. on my homepage, I erased WhatsApp, and I can't get it back into my screen. So I'm having to go into Google and then into open and then into WhatsApp. Why don't you just re-download it? Guys, with your quick solutions, okay? Yeah, you think Ryan knows how to do that? You don't know how to, to go do to the app store? Well, I've been on the that. air. I've been on the air, so I couldn't do all that. I know how to do that. Anyway, <laughs> I love that Tubbs just told you he rebooted something. When, but like, I'm like, you didn't reboot. Didn't I'm holding it. I'm holding my phone. <laughs> anyway, if you reboot them regularly, your phones, you can avoid issues. Like uh, smartphones and tablets once a week. Desktops okay. and laptops only when new software is installed. Wi-Fi routers once a month. I don't do any of that. Never do that. I no. never do that. Smart watches only if you have an issue. So there you have it. Those are but things you should put in check. The smartphones and tablets, desktop laptops, Wi-Fi routers, and smartwatches. Today's quote, time comes to those who make it, not those who try to find it. Rolling up on 7 o'clock, Ruby has the headlines today. All right. The Senate yesterday voted unanimously to pass the Sunshine Protection Act in an effort to make daylight savings time permanent across the U.S., the measure now goes to the House of Representatives. If it isn't signed into law in time, daylight savings time will end on November 7th. But if it is passed by the House and signed by President Biden, we may never have to change our clocks again. Also, Starbucks paper cups could soon be a thing of the past as the company explores reusable options. Starbucks is shifting away from single-use plastics in six markets. By the end of next year, customers will be allowed to use their own reusable cups in every store location in the U.S. and Canada. And Christina Aguilera will headline L.A. Pride in the Park with more artists to be announced. The multi-stage event will return Saturday, June 11th after a two-year break due to the pandemic. With a capacity for 25,000, L.A. Pride in the Park has the potential to be the largest official Pride concert in the country. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Look at that duo there. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. There are brother and sister duo, the Huffs, Derek and Julianne. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. We're Good just. Good morning. Oh, did I just mute us? I just muted us. There it is. <laughs> You've as been always. Two years. <laughs> as always, fumbling all over himself off the dance floor. Um, <laughs> good to see you guys. So, Jules, just to start, Sisney and Tanya have been asking me if this is awkward for me. And I said, not at all. Because it's awkward for friends. me. <laughs> Thank you. I know it was going to be awkward for one person at least. No, not at all. Not at all. Not, that's what no, I said. Friends, we chat. Yeah. We chat. See, they we don't chat. understand. I can't. Julian, they don't understand that concept that one can remain friends after a breakup. Well, Maturity. after dating, whatever happened. What what happened? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> Look how excited they are. Hey guys, like... I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, but, I love this. But we, that's what I'm saying. Like she feels the same. I do. There is no nothing uncomfortable about it because we remain friends for years and still are. Yeah. yeah. And just respect and love and just all those things. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to let you down, Tanya and Sissy. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, first of all, we just want to say that we love 
Julianne. Mm-hmm. So this was like, we're like, and Derek. <laughs> what was love you too, Derek? Do you not love Derek? No, no, no we love like, Derek. It's okay. I, I, I'm, I'm happy to be an aunt. You know, okay. but Derek, you're like a regular co-host at this point. You know, it's That's like we up. haven't had Julianne on in so long. So yes, you know. and we love yeah. Julianne, and we didn't. I just feel like this interview hasn't happened on the show, <laughs> and I, I love that you guys no, are you... friendly. And they're publicists now, so they were like, "It's fine. They can talk." <laughs> <laughs> there we go. No, you know what's funny is they said, "Well, we don't. We've never had someone on like." you know julianne is to you and i said well because we're probably not doing an oscar special like if they were then we <laughs> might if, what's his name what's the guy's name that's the, the dj sissony what dj the one that you were this the, oh, in your past yeah 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 this guy this old guy but yes right so <laughs> here oh it would be awkward <laughs> julianne so says the same I, thing about me Hey man. Hey. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. I can't so say that anymore. I'm getting older. So, no, no. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Derek, you have a tan about you. Is that an? Is that? A, have you been laying out, or is that um, makeup, or is that just the way your natural color is now? Sure, it's a mixture of both. I just, you know. I, also, the lighting is really strong on this side. So. Oh, yeah, okay. it's not, I'm not tan. She's just really pale. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So Derek and Julian Huff are with us, and you guys have done so much together throughout your life and your career. Uh, so your career is duh. And now you're doing something for the Oscars, which I find to be so right up your alley. Tell us about the special step into the movies. Derek? Yeah, well, I mean, it's just that, you know, we um, we're stepping into these iconic moments in film that um, that really celebrate dance, you know. So from everything from like Dirty Dancing, Saturday Night Fever, Moulin Rouge, Chicago, uh, Chicago Beauty and the Beast. Um, we're creating these really iconic moments in a very cinematic way um, to sort of just just give a nod and thank you. And also singing in the rain. Um, yeah. So we're very excited about uh, creating like there's a little pressure there. But it's more of a <laughs> celebration and just a thank you to all these films that have inspired us for so many years and really helped us, you know, become inspired us to become dancers and to, to do what we love. So, yeah. Julianne, both of you have clear visions of creativity, as I have seen in the past. So how do those visions collide if they ever do? Like who do, do are you, <laughs> have you had any uh, creative collisions putting this together? You know- Derek and I have massive polarity and that's why we work so well together. Derek is super, you know, in tune about like the technicalities and um, has certain vision that way. I'm more about like the relationship and the storyline and the arc. And so it matches really well because we bring honestly kind of like the masculine feminine together and it just becomes this like yeah, this works well. Thing. Yeah. works well also we kind of have this secret language where when Derek can't get his brain to communicate with his mouth um <laughs> I- <laughs> yeah it happens, by the way it happens a lot it happens. <laughs> okay i got it i understand you know what he's saying uh, just by body language Exactly. <laughs> what he's trying to say is, yeah. <laughs> so this is going to be this Sunday, ten nine Central on ABC. Very exciting. And then Derek, what after this? What are you doing? Are you Vegas? Are you not? Where are you? Yeah, I got Vegas in May. Um, I've just uh, directed a Michael Bublé video, which is coming out soon. What? Is, Whoa! You know, what? Him and I, him and I are like best friends now. We're we're buddies. Oh, and, you got uh, competition, right? Oh, you better watch out. Oh, no, no, no. Watch out. Sorry, Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. You got no chance, buddy. I'm going to read my text chain. <laughs> I'll get right From Michael. From Michael. <laughs> uh, and Julianne, so yeah, I know you have things coming up, too. What's up after this special airs? 
Um, I'm so excited. Uh, we just announced yesterday that I am coming to New York uh, for my Broadway debut. Um, oh, yeah, so it's <laughs> uh, or behind every great dumbass are seven women trying to keep them alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, two words have not been said. Wow. So yeah, wow. so um, that's coming up, and I still, you know, got Kinergy and my production company and yeah. Fresh Vine Wine. Just I mean, you know, look at you, you mogul ass entrepreneur. That's right. Hey, learn from the best. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for coming on. I see we're wearing matching outfits today. Very close palettes. We went. Uh, Sisney, Tanya, anything else from you guys? You good? <laughs> no, but I just think it's so you know serendipitous that you'll be in New York, and then we'll see you. Know, when you guys can catch up. <laughs> I, to be honest, I don't understand the like friends with the ex thing. It's like never been a thing for me. No, but I, Ryan's always talk talks about how he's friends with all of his exes, and so I was like, oh my gosh, when I, we saw that you were coming on the show, I was like giddy excited because i love you julianne but i was yeah. like oh my gosh are you awkward is this weird i'm sweating for you and he's you like, haven't no. heard once a year we get together with all of my exes and all of hers and we do this little <laughs> festival <laughs> we really have, we have a lot of breakthroughs don't we yeah <laughs> um, that you know, the worst. i love you guys Coachella, both great to see you derek and julianne take care okay good luck with the special you guys appreciate you they're the best what a great so relationship, good. too, to have with your sibling, right? I yeah. know. To they're be, well, they're both extremely creative in the world of, of what they do. I show Max and videos of Derek Huff dancing and stuff like that because he loves dance so much. And I just like, I feel like him and Julianne, oh like, they're such gosh. a good, like, brother sister role model to like Aza and Max. And I think it's so cute. Tiny, I feel like you're let down. <laughs> no, I, you know, I'm not let down. We are, we are a modern post relationship modern exes people you know yeah yeah modern yeah, exes I'm you not, call modern women we're modern exes i'm not let down i just i i guess i could have asked her if she's like what she does in her free time well, okay. we can always have her back yeah. again she's got a broadway show coming up that's right so very easy so why keep your list all right yeah put a little pin in it on air with ryan seacrest i've got a uh, call on the line that's asking uh, <laughs> the age-old question, should I be flattered or creeped out by this guy? So we'll get to that in a second. That's in Los Feliz. Tony, you asked me to, you, I'm wearing a button-down shirt that, that I got for Christmas, but it, it's a slim fit, but where it's slim in the center, where my stomach is on the sides, it doesn't fit right. It's pushing out a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it's a little uncomfortable. I, you, know when you, you know when you go to the store and you buy something because you think you're going to fit in it or it's going to be your goal yeah. fit uh, this kind of that. i hate i hate goal fit outfits <laughs> i do too and i have a whole like i have a, a whole little area of jeans that i can't yeah. get into right right right. Mine weeks. just keep going to the bottom of the pile because yeah. i'm not yeah. gonna wear them so anyway, well, i got you your like pictures to, so okay so you like to get some of the clothes that i wear for your boyfriend Yes, you guys have a similar body. I feel like you have the same same body shape and size. So if it looks good on you, it's going to look good on him. Is he there? He's not here right now, no. What time is he going to be there? I'm probably going to go, because he has Sonny at his house, so I'll probably go to him when I finish for the day. Sonny the dog. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, well, dog. feel free to get his response to that, and let me know if you guys find it. Yeah, I mean, the photo that you sent me, it's kind of hard to read the tag, but I'm going to figure it out. Okay. 
Good. Well, I'll take my shirt off later. Yeah, thank and you. I'll get a clean <laughs> smile shot. in the picture. Yeah, I'm like, I don't need any of your face. I just need the tag. So thanks for that. <laughs> guys, guys, we digress. Okay, we have, okay. we have things to do that are important. Monica's on the line. She needs something here from us. Monica, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, Monica. So tell me. What is, I mean, this is all I know. It says here, I have a little screen that says, you don't know if you should be flattered or creeped out by this guy. What happened? All right. So, you know, I'm on the apps and I was on one talking to this guy and it was all like normal, fine, whatever. And then a few days later, I got a DM request on Instagram from this guy being like, oh, I was blocked, but thank God I had the internet to like find you so we can continue our conversation. Oh. And I don't know oh. if I should accept it or like it's kind of it's not like you can find me. Like it's not like personal info on the app, you know. So I gotta go to my dating app expert, Tanya. What do you do? It's creepy to me. I'd say no, thank you. So just like don't respond, delete the message, thank you next. Yeah, yeah I on. just yeah, move on, Monica. I- I'm no, you know, pro at any of this, but I'm just going to tell you how I look at things. If I have to ask if it's creepy or blank, (laughs) then it's creepy. You know what I mean? Like creepy or blank. There's no blank that takes creepy out, right? So if it's already creepy or blank, (laughs) to me, it's creepy full stop. Okay, I'm going to use that motto for the rest of my dating life and, like, forever. Because that's that's a good point. For sure. It's so clear, and it takes less time to debate internally what to do. If if it could be creepy, then it's creepy. Right? (laughs) That's like a good rule of thumb. Okay, great. Uh, And you know what? If he happens to be my soulmate, maybe I'll run into him at Whole Foods or something. Yeah, if he's your soulmate, then... Something else will transpire, but if creepy enters your mind, then it is. All right. Good luck. Great. Stuff out there. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> Bye. Don't you agree? Tough. I, I don't know. When I she just, said soulmate, I was on the creepy side, but then when she said soulmate, I was like, this guy really went the effort to like track her down again. Like, is it kind of romantic? I don't want to gender stuff here, but I find guys are definitely creepier than <laughs> you know what I mean? I I, I don't mean like, I don't want to. I'm not trying to say the whole, every guy, but I find like if I were to do a survey of creeps, mm. there might be more creepiness on the guy side than the women's side. Yeah, but girls are better at hiding it because we could be creepy, but you just won't see it. Like we'll be like kind of psycho and like could you know <laughs> tooth around and all that stuff. But what, we just don't get caught. What, well, I the only thing that like takes me it doesn't like creep but it i am a little stalled by it is if somebody you meet looks at you and they don't blink ever like that freaks me out i don't know what to do i feel uncomfortable right, right. me too when they just stare at you yes then i don't think they realize they're staring but they're not blinking and you know that sometimes people do that like... as an expression of love mm-hmm. not blinking love yeah it's like but, i just can't take my eyes off you no, that's it's the sweet. long pause. But it's the yeah. long, like, 
It's the dead air. <laughs> it's the dead air of no blank that stalls me a little bit. Just uh-huh. personal. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. On air with Ryan Seacrest. By the way, let's not let's get to this. You sent me a note about this rare zodiac sign, Tanya. I want to get to that in a little bit. Do you remember sending that? No. Did that not come from you? Definitely not. Wait, is your number? My my name in your phone is T Rad. T, hold on, T Rad. Yeah, you sent this to me. You're on this chain. Did you not remember sending it? <laughs> what did I you... send you this? So your yeah. phone number is five six two, right? Correct. Long and then Beach? some other digits. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, Veronica's on the line. Let me grab Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Veronica, good morning. How are you? Hi, Ryan. I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you for asking. So your cousin started calling what? Calling in the one? What does that mean? Yeah. So, okay, Tanya, this is for you because I remember you saying that you started something called calling in the one. Yeah. I'm out of the dating game. I'm married. I, you know, 10 years. I got a kid. So I really didn't have a lot of advice for her when she asked me to be like her accountability person for calling in the one, but I need her, I need my cousin Katie to find her red star and I would love any insight that you might have or, you know, how can I help her be accountable in this process? I know it's, you know, can be kind of emotional. So what can I do? How can I help her? Can you decode that for some of us? Yes. Um, she basically, she started this book. It's called calling in the one. I've told you guys about this book. It's a seven week you have seven Work weeks shop. to call in the one, and every day you have kind of homework. Yeah. And I did this book, and literally right when I finished reading it and doing all the stuff, I met my now boyfriend, Robbie. Yes. And he's your red star? Yes. Okay, let me tell you how you can help keep her accountable because you do have to read it and do the work every single day. What is the role day. of the accountability buddy? I mean, here's the thing. It is, there are days where you kind of don't want to sit down for 20 minutes and read a thing and do a thing, but Mm -hmm. it's all for the greater good. So just kind of keep checking in. How's it going? Can I help you with anything? What did you discover today? What did you learn? Because sometimes you're going to learn things and have breakthrough moments and she's going to want to talk to you about it and be like, oh my gosh, this is the pattern I learned in my dating life. And this is the pattern I want to break. And she's going to be excited. So I would just kind of check in with her every couple of days and just ask her like what she's learning. Totally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Okay. I, I, I'm going to do that. I, I, because... Sorry. Sorry, Veronica. I would say no. I cannot be your accountability buddy because listen, I don't mean to be cynical and I know it worked for you, Tanya, but is it? Love not supposed to be from a workshop? Isn't romance supposed to happen organically out of the universe and life and not a textbook? No, you're missing the point. It's not about a book that's – it's like it's about creating and making yourself the best version of yourself to then open yourself up to to getting that love that you deserve. I think I'm much better at missing the point. I think I've settled in that space all my life, (laughs) so I'm going to continue missing the point. I'm telling you, it's so good. It's such a great workbook. I discovered so much about myself, and I'm really excited see, for your cousin. Do you and you're see a great how friend. someone's become the relationship expert, right? Do you remember two years ago, pre-COVID, who was here at that same microphone and now a literal professional? Well, Veronica, yeah. keep us posted. Let us know how your accountability buddyism is going. 
I will. Let's find her a husband, y'all. All right, bye. Yeah, no, I, I, that's again, a great I, friend. I, I, I have to, I have to take a second. We don't have to find someone. You don't exist to have to have a husband. You don't no. exist to have to have a wife. I agree with you. Nobody has to do it. But if it's a desire of your heart and that's something that you want, you shouldn't be ashamed to say that you want it and go for it just as much as you're going for your dream job. Mm -hmm. Again, I don't recognize you. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Erica. So this is interesting. You're (laughs) on Hinge. Tony, which one is the friends where you get meet friends? Bumble BFF. Bumble BFF. Honestly, when you texted me that the other day, I was like, is Ryan trying to make some new friends? Because I no, could set I just, you up on some friend dates. No, I don't want any of that. I was just no. curious. And by the way, you took forever to respond. <laughs> okay, I have hey. a new puppy, okay? So back to Erica. She is in Southern California, and she is out there looking for love. And let me tell you, <laughs> it is a tough sport. It's not going well. <laughs> Well, I don't, have an don't, answer don't, to her question, don't, though. Don't even say things like that. You put the badness into the universe. So what, what? you met a guy on Hinge, and now he's asked you before you've gone out if you're okay. Yeah, we a- haven't gone out yet. But, like, you know, we had some banter back and forth. It was great. And then he said, look, if this works out, are you open to being in a long-distance relationship? And I was like, well, where do you live? Because his profile just said Los Angeles. Turns out it's Venice. Hard and now. that's pretty far from Los Villas. It depends on the time of day. You could do the middle of the night and roll in there. But Venice even like then, it's like 30 minutes. Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, it's not an easy one because you're inland and tucked away. And he's yeah. beach. And if you've, if you've one-on-one it, you got to swing all the way out, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, though, there, are, there are benefits to beach boyfriends. That's totally true. And I, I did date someone in Culver City for a long time. That commute got pretty gnarly, but it wasn't yeah. the benefit of the beach. So maybe yeah. this is better. I don't know. I've been in Venice places before, right? And I've been in coffee shops and restaurants. And I see some of the guys that live there and think, oh, those look like cool, chill, relaxed kind of boyfriends. Yeah. Okay. But like, Tony, you know, you, you know the vibe I get. Idea? Like the celebrity vibe I get in Venice is like Milo Ventimiglia. Wait, hold on. What what does that mean for Erica? Well, like that's like the vibe of the guy you're probably going to date. Like just like chill, cool, short shorts, longer hair. They might yeah. be way too chill for me then. <laughs> but maybe it's a good yin and yang. Maybe uh, that would. Yeah. Now, I am torn on this. Because I have been in situations where a drive was required and it was about that distance. Okay. It makes it trick. Yeah. Look, I mean, this was like, it makes it tricky if you can't spend the night. I, I just gonna, if you can't sleep over, then it's tricky. Once you get to, it's like yeah. if you can fast forward to go, oh, I like you, I can stay over. The then first it's couple easier. dates are rough. Yeah. Cause you're like, yeah. I can't have too many drinks cause I've got to drive home eventually. And then, you know, you dating is. A- weird when you aren't drinking at all um so i guess what is your guys' advice for me dating is weird when you're not drinking at all one of the great (laughs) statements from erica right right there one of the great statements and she's right now very right erica i think if you want my advice i would say don't put up a wall don't let geography become a barrier if the guy's cool or not you're going to net that out fast 
And if he's cool, it might be fun until it's not. And when it's not, you either overcome the geography, you won't see him. Okay. Go with the flow. For, That's what you're kind of telling me. Well, just look, we've been in this world. Like this dating world is tough. I know. I always say like, don't nip it before you give it a try because you might go out with him and hate him. And then you, you and now, you know, but, but if you, you don't you, go because he lives in Venice, then you're never going to know. Yeah. You're talking Los Feliz to Venice. You're not talking Encino to Long Beach, right? That, might as well that be. feels just as bad. Yeah. No, I think that might be, it might be, I might be. But tough. even then I should be open to it. Right. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not okay. Redlands to downtown. All right. I don't even. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Good luck and keep us posted. Hinge, hinge. Bumble BFF. Hi, Sierra in Toronto. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, we're doing fine. So you're in high school, and you've got a teacher that's giving you a hard time? Mm, yeah. Well, tell me more. So um, I'm in grade 9 in high school, and I am taking English. And uh, my English teacher is always hard on me, always picking on me, always saying that I need um, to help others more. And when it's for the others and I um, ask for help, he's always like, no, um, you can figure out the answers to the questions on your own. And I just don't know if I should bring it up. Why is he doing this to me? And when I ask for help, they don't. Um, allow the other kids to give me help or have, do I have you talked it? to your parents about it? Yeah. And my parents are like, um, you can bring it up, but then they're like, don't bring it up because he's the teacher. He's basically there to teach you, but it's always been bothering me. Yeah. And you really feel like you're getting different treatment than the other students. I think everybody should be treated fairly, not one more than others, one's less, you know? This is not like, I mean, this, I know for fact, one of my math teachers graded me differently because they didn't like me speaking out. I spoke out a lot in school and most Mm -hmm. of the teachers let me get away with it. This teacher wasn't having it and graded me differently because of it. And I knew it. And so what I did, Sierra, now maybe Mm. you do this. What I did was I, you know, I didn't over-dramatize, but I kept telling my parents that, you know, I was just having some fun in class trying to entertain everybody. And I think this teacher doesn't like it so much. And instead of really saying anything to me, this teacher just grades me harshly. Uh-huh. And yeah. I would, I kept telling them that, telling them that. So when I got a not so good grade from that teacher, they let it slide. So what could you do that? <laughs> I mean, I could try it. Yeah. I mean, it's one way, one one path. Or it's like you, you, you there's only three paths in my mind. One, you let it be. Two, you set your parents up for it so you don't get in trouble. Or three, you kind of address it best way you can with the teacher. I think three. Okay, Sissy thinks three. You know what? I, I agree with that. You know, I have used express exactly what you told us, I feel is what you can tell your teacher. I just feel like everyone should be treated fairly and I feel like I'm not being treated fairly. Is there something I'm doing wrong? Like put it on them. Like, you know, like or, what CR, we are broadcasting uh, obviously in the U.S. and Canada, since you're calling from there, we <laughs> could just put the teacher's name out right now and oh, clear this up. Oh, we don't up. need to do no. that. 
I mean, don't do that only because I would get in trouble for... That's yeah, what I'm saying. No. You're right. Thank you for knocking sense into me. All right. We'll see. How, address it with your teacher in the most honest, genuine way, exactly so. like you did to us. And good luck, okay? Thank you. So thank you guys on your three children. And Ryan, <laughs> you're doing amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye, amazing. Sierra. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the story of my life. Congrats on your evolution, your maturity, your family, your kids, your marriage. And Ryan, hang in there. Doing <laughs> best efforts. You're doing amazing. Best efforts, bro. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Michelle is on the line. I think she's asking. Um, you know, I have this screen where I can see what the calls are. She's asking, do we have any tips on getting over an almost relationship? I need to know what an almost relationship is. So let me grab Michelle. Michelle, good morning. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. So we're here to uh, weigh in on this, but what is an almost relationship? Well, to me, I think an almost relationship is like you're talking, things are on like you know, things are going well, and then you're like, okay, great, we're going to do this, and then life happens, you know, like, so I don't know how, maybe that doesn't make sense, but it's like, oh, we're, we're going to do this, but then something kind of comes in the way of that, and then it's like, oh, it just didn't work out. That's kind of my interpretation of it. And you just lived through this? Um, yes, actually. <laughs> well, uh, are you heartbroken? I think so because well, not, I'm, I think so. I think I would heartbreak is such a big word, but mm -hmm. I'm definitely disappointed because I'm like, oh, this had this, the potential to be something so good. And why was it derailed, outside, Michelle? What happened? Um, well, distance happened, and then stress of I would say like life, and so he feels like he can't give me like his full attention right now. And so that's why he's like, I just don't think this is going to work, especially adding on the distance. And he was like, I just am not focused. And I don't think you deserve that. So Michelle, the only way to look at this is to say to one's self, the stars didn't align for some reason. And Forcing it may be a mistake. You know, they, they, they say that things that happen in your life in the moment may not seem like this, but in the long run do happen for your greatest benefit. Mm -hmm. and so there's a great mm -hmm. benefit to this not happening. We just don't know what it is yet. That benefit could right. be many, many things. But I think what we know is that when you force something, eventually it cracks, right? When you push something too yeah. hard, eventually it breaks. So the so only true. way to peacefully of mind work through it from my point of view is to say the stars didn't align, things added up, he's in a different headspace, there's distance. For some reason this is my great it's it's happening for my greatest benefit. Hmm. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Now, I can't do that myself, but I certainly I have read, read about it and uh, <laughs> hopefully uh, you can do that. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I definitely agree with that. I That's kind of like the headspace I've been taking of like something, you know, along the line had to prevent this. And maybe it was better that it was sooner than later, you know, where mm -hmm. more feelings are invested and things like that, where it's like, I don't kind of what you're saying, like, I don't know what, um, like, 
I'm being protected from, but I'm, it's something. for some reason, it's just something. happening. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, Michelle, yeah, we, we leave you with that, and good luck to you, okay? Thank you so much, guys. You take care. Bye-bye. Good luck. Bye. It's easier said than done. I know. But it's true. You can't force it. Sissini has brought up, when it comes to failed dates, did you get ick? Like, the ick? Or was it your own intuition? So what exactly is the ick? So it's all over TikTok again. A a little refresher. It's you're on a first date, and you can probably relate the precise moment that your date goes from desirable to repulsive. Like, it could just be the slightest thing that they did, or you saw something, or maybe it's their mannerisms, or maybe it was the way they spoke to the raider, or whatever, and that was, it's called the ick, and then at that moment, you cannot shake it, you're done, like, there's no coming back from it, there's nothing that they can do to convince you, you're just not attracted. I think maybe there have been situations where little, like, lowercase icks, like a, a drivel, like drops from the sink, you know, like the uh, okay. faucet dripping okay. X. Uh huh. And then at the end, you're like, well, all of these drips from the sink don't seem like a good idea. I just didn't, wasn't, weren't feeling it. Why are you even bringing right. this up? Right. Like, well, I bring this up because it's all over TikTok again, <laughs> and they're using Will I Am's 2013 song "Bang Bang." Do you remember this song? Yes. Take me back. And why are they using that song? I have no, who knows why the songs get <laughs> right? used for these TikTok videos. But right. basically right when he starts singing is when they start listing all peop, all of the icks that they uh, don't like in men or women, vice versa. It could be anything like his earwax or he makes a joke that no one laughs or his family calls him some Has childish Has anyone ever nickname. been icked by a voice? Have y'all ever had that where you're icked by the way someone huh. speaks? Like their no, voice. No, not me I personally. Mean, maybe if like I can't understand you, then that might be an no, ick. No, not, not, not. It's just like I, there are <laughs> patterns. I don't know. Like I, I can't uh, remember. Like the cadence of how they maybe, talk. Maybe oh, or like, just like. Uh, but the, we used to say Tanaz and I, we lived together. We I think we tried to go out with the same girl, which is like all bad when you're roommates. And we were Why both competitive. Why would you do that? Because she was interesting to a, both of us, and <laughs> we were God. we were competitive. Was it like a competition? It was a competition. Yes. Okay. It wasn't like like a, like a written competition, but every time he was around her, he'd try and charm her. When I was around uh-huh. her, I'd try and charm her. <laughs> Just really to spoil funny. the plot, neither of us ended up dating her. But when we <laughs> met her and we were one-on-one with her, it took us a while to realize she kind of trails off. Like, she would speak, but it would trail off. It didn't really finish. And I, at one I know point, what I'm you're like, talking about. Like, I know, I, I, yeah. Yeah, like, and um, I was like, dude, say... can I ask you a question? I know we're both, like, fine, but and neither right. of us are going out with her. But she didn't notice that, like, sound just trails off. A sentence yeah, oh didn't end with volume. There was no so decibel strange. level to the end of a sentence. I know what you're talking about. It's like, uh, it's going to be a Brian Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah, huh? You're like, huh? Where am I going? What? Yeah. So oh I was going to go out gosh. and play. Gonna go yeah. like, you know, my friends, I get Larry. I'm like, wait, you're a trailer. That's a trailer. So that's, that's trailer's talk. Was like that trailers, like, like, with like, her? Well, it was both of us realizing Eureka, but it's like the sentence trails. That's so weird. Yeah. Coming, coming up today, it's going to be uh, 75 degrees by tonight. Yeah, and you're like, what? Oh my gosh! Like this you had to follow had... her. To, 
You had to walk. You had to follow her to hear the end of the sentence. This one guy that I went on a date with, um, he actually, I went on a date with him, but like we were friends and like there was a potentialness, like we could maybe start dating. But he, one day we, he, he wore shorts and I saw his legs and that was it for me. That was the, what was, what what, would you see in his legs? His legs reminded me of my brother's legs. Okay. That is an ick. That was the ick. That's an ick. It could just be the craziest things that just. Like I mean, switch. I had the ick by a guy I dated that had an Instagram account for his dog, and now I'm that person. And now, look, wow, how times have changed. So I don't recognize who's in that Zoom box sometimes. <laughs> I know, same. But, you same. know, people grow, people change. You change. Yes. I, we all change our minds. We learn. We. You now have it's a dog. You evolve. get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have uh, Drew Afwalo with us here from TikTok. Almost four million followers. On TikTok, 26 years old and doing it, getting it done. There are so many 20 to 27-year-olds that are just getting it done and doing great things. And she's one of them. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Hello, everyone. So, Drew, you're out of L.A. Where in L.A. are you from? Um, I'm in... I don't really know because I've just moved here. So, oh, so you're not I'm, from I'm here, legit. Not from there, legit. So I'm fake. I'm a fake Los Got Angeles. It. No, no, we all. Well, I mean, that's not <laughs> We're true. We're all transplants. Uh, <laughs> I moved here from Atlanta many, many years ago. Sisini is Orange County from here, and mm-hmm. Tanya is from here. So really, yeah, you and I are the only ones that aren't. Uh, anyway, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome. I, I want to explain what you're doing so that we can get a little more insight. But you're known on TikTok as a crusader of women. How would you describe <laughs> what you do and what you're doing? Um, well, I guess a lot of people call me uh, the boogeyman of TikTok. So like Baba Yaga, like a John Wick reference. So essentially, uh, I seek out really misogynistic and bigoted content and kind of just like flip it on its head. So I'm really just someone who sticks out for a lot of marginalized groups, women included, but it's like black women, black trans women, you know, non-binary people, gay people. So just everyone that is constantly made fun of for no reason, I kind of make fun of them. So that's in a nutshell. But give me an example of something that you saw that really got under your skin and really caused a reaction from you. Um... I would say one of my very first videos that ever took off, like ever, was a gym bro video. The gym bros are not a fan of me on that app, but it's not people who work out. It's just men who are almost in a chokehold by this male gaze. So they feel the need to constantly work out and try to overcompensate for things. And they were making fun of fat women. Um, Mm. So something like that really irks me, really gets under my skin just because like everyone's living a different experience in life. So it's really not your place to tell someone that they're not, they don't belong in certain spaces. Like you're not allowed to be here, not allowed to be happy because I don't like what you look like, which is just bizarre to me because I don't care about anyone but myself (laughs) and like people who affect me and people I love. So that was probably one of the very first videos I ever made that really took off because I just kind of let this one Jimbro have it. What so. did you say to that Jimbro? 
Um, I essentially, in a nutshell, I'm also very vulgar, so I'll have to give you the cliff notes, but I essentially said that, um, you know, drinking pre-workout and eating a lot of boiled chicken is not a personality trait that many women are looking for. So, uh, that's kind of like in a nutshell, what I said. I have a feeling, I feel like it was, it was uh, a lot more colorful than that, right? There was some yes. more adjectives, I'm sure. A little uh, bit, a little bit more colorful. Yeah. <laughs> Is it is it real prevalent? Are, are there a lot of things like this happening? Do you see a lot of it? Yes, constantly. I described it to um, someone else the other day as like a, a boat with a hole in it. And no matter how much water I shovel out, more just keeps coming in. Like I just can't wow. ever seem to get to shovel enough of it out. So I'll never be out of a job. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, I, I wonder, is this indicative of, for example, look at how people are treating people in airplanes, mm -hmm. right? I mean, mm -hmm. where, where has the civility gone? Where has, yeah. where has uh, you know, not being in someone's space gone? And do you think that a lot of that, those physical altercations and exchanges are mm -hmm. derivative of how people are talking on social media? Yeah, I always describe it as um, some of these jokes that misogynists like to make have real life implications. So it's not yeah. it's not necessarily a joke when people are actually discriminated against and people are actually oppressed. It's not really a joke, is it? It's a joke to you because it doesn't affect you. Mm -hmm. But it's not a joke to other people, Marge, people who live in marginalized groups, people who live in those shoes every single day. It's not a joke to them. So that's why those jokes aren't funny to me, because if I truly think like if you have to be a bigot to be funny, then you're not funny. You know, I'm you're sure. you're incapable of being yep. funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that 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 couldn't be more true. Has mm -hmm. anyone apologized after you've hit them back? Good question. <laughs> um, no. I wouldn't wow. say an apology. It was, it's more so of a backtrack. So a lot of times they either delete the video, just pretend it never happened, um, delete their whole account, private it, um, or they'll put out videos where they attack me and call me a bunch of names and call me but ugly you know, and fat and all that. It, it's, it, it's almost, you know, when one says, terrible horrible hurtful things about someone else to someone mm -hmm. else it's yeah. only coming from their lack of security of themselves their lack exactly. of themselves their lack of mm -hmm. happiness themselves and you almost feel sorry for them yeah absolutely it's it's that's why every time i make jokes it's they're silly and lighthearted compared yeah. to what they said a lot of times like the things they say are truly vile um and then the things they say about me are also vile but like i compare someone to a cartoon rat and somehow i'm the worst you know yeah. i'm well, the but, worst person <laughs> i mean the, the fact that people take their time and their energy to put that kind of vile stuff out there just yeah. tells you what you're dealing with it just tells exactly you you're with. yeah well and I, it's I, we, we love it we love what you're doing uh, <laughs> drew afwalo you can follow her on tiktok to see yeah. the vulgarness uh that she <laughs> self-described and thanks for doing that. Thanks for, for all that you're doing. And thanks for coming on. It's really great to talk to you and get to know you. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. Okay. You take care. Bye. And welcome you to too. LA. Thank Bye. you. Bye. <laughs> really great, but true. When you read something that someone says about me, you, us, you just think, I mean, 
That's the their own issue. That, That's their yeah, own problem. The effort that they took to do that. It's like, come on. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That is going to do it for us tomorrow. An all-new Ryan's Roses, 740. Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.